Yo. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pig and topic. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeepers gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging the cloud and dropping knowledge like BOOM! Hey, I'm you and Welcome, 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 everybody to Witchcraft Grenade. I am your host, Cloud the Pagan Rapper and Lady Book Dragon. Yes, it happened. It's happening. Marijuana is finally legal in the state of New Jersey. Yay! I took three fucking years. <laughs> I was gonna take a I was gonna take a freaking blunt this guy. I was gonna just keep smoking until like he got smoked out of his office or until he got so high he just signed the papers. I didn't know which. That, <laughs> I don't know how that worked. plan was supposed to make sense, but that was just my plan. If he would have got into the office, it might have worked. Because I think secretly he wanted to get it passed so bad because he wants to smoke legally. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, now I gotta. Now we gotta wait six months to a year before I don't have to do any more out of state trips. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome Girl, aboard, girls trips. <laughs> I, I'm very happy about this, and yeah, I'm just very very happy about this. Welcome everyone. I am Lady Book Dragon, and <laughs> I have been validated. Validated. I have been validated. I gotta hear this. I, I should. I sent you the. I sent. I sent Cloud the video. But there is a channel on YouTube that I watch called Our Overly Sarcastic Productions. I love her. She goes like into the myths behind the myths. She goes to Greek mythology and looks beyond the Greek mythology. Okay. I love this YouTube channel. Guess what? Yes. Guess. Guess what myth they just covered? What's that? They covered Hades and Persephone. Oh. <laughs> Here and we I go. have been validated. Strap that in, Hades ladies and gentlemen. Better. Strap in. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the Hades. The only things Hades did wrong was feed Persephone the pomegranate seeds, so she can't completely leave him because he's a lonely boy. <laughs> he's in love. The things that people do for love. He's yes. a lonely boy, and apparently this is the only myth that squarely puts the blame on Zeus for being a prick. So, so I know, so it's just well, overly... A prick. There's a difference. Oh, yeah, Zeus always has a prick to get. Yes, it... <laughs> 90% of Greek mythology. Zeus, don't put your dick in it. I put yes. my dick in it. So... <laughs> You guys might be wondering who these other voices are that you're hearing along with us here. The we, in your head. Yeah, I was about to say they're not the voices in your head. You beat me to it. Yes, yes, yes. They are actual. They are actual people, and they are they are friends of mine. So here we are, from the Children of the Crossroads Coven, ATC, and Witches and Wine on YouTube, guys, which. If you've been following the show, you know I've talked about these guys numerous times. Finally, we have them on the show. Well, uh, and 
Salinus Stardust. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. So I got your name right, right? You did get it correct. Yes. It only took him like four practice sessions. Yeah. Yeah. And twenty remindings. Yep. Yep. And and he'll screw it up later, and I totally expect it and approve of it. Just call him. I'm I'm going to avoid saying it just so I don't screw it up. (laughs) Like, hey, you, buddy, over there. You with the face. (laughs) Hey, you with the face. (laughs) Get over here. So that, that was too North Jersey for my liking. Love it. <laughs> we approve over here. Yes. Yes. So tell us, guys, you know, you guys have had the Witches and Wine show going for a long time. You've got to talk to a lot of people. Um, and, you know, you guys have your hands in a lot of pots in the pagan community. So you want to give us a rundown of everything you guys do? And Sure. Yeah. Well, before pandemic, we had all these big dreams because we're still a real a fair. I always say this, but it's true. We're, we're what four years old? Yeah, we're still a fledgling coven. A fledgling coven that's still finding its way in this big witchy world. Um, so we had a lot of plans for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we all? <laughs> we were gonna put our name out there. We were going to teach classes. We were going to, but we didn't uh, because, well, I don't know if you've heard, there's this pandemic. So right now what we're doing is everything is online, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We're taking advantage of the technologies that are available now <laughs> and people are becoming more versed in it. But uh, we 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 want to get basic paganism out to the community because I have received so many messages and seeing people on Facebook saying, I just want a Wicca 101 course or I just want a Pagan 101 course just to learn some basics. And we're like, we can do that. So we we have the Threads of Wisdom, which was passed on to us from the Golden, Golden thread. thread Grove in Idaho. And uh, so we do that every week online. Um, we're teaching. We're doing Witches and Wine. We just had Janet and Stuart, or Janet and uh, Gavin, Gavin Bone and Janet Farrar on Witches and Wine. Nice. Uh, Tomorrow we have Thorn Moody. Thorn Mooney we're going to have. Yeah. As our guest on tomorrow's, uh, we interviewed tomorrow and we'll be on next, on On Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Oh, it'll be uh, the previous Thursday for when this gets played on. Oh, yes. You would have already seen that. So you'll be able to see the Thorn Moody episode by the time this airs. Yes. We are are jumping into the future like... uh, Michael J. Fox and the DeLorean. Yep. We are, um, we're yeah. going, man. We're going. <laughs> but yeah, we just, we, we're, we have a lot of fun in our coven, mm-hmm. as you know, or people who know us, we, we, uh, we are really celebrate the mirth um, because witchcraft can get so serious and we do take it seriously. We really, really do. We know what we're doing, believe it or not, but we're also about having fun with it. Not taking yourself so seriously all the time, well, laughing and, and having a good time. So many people get caught up in the reverence and forget the mirth. Yeah, there's yeah, mirth. Uh, you, you there's know, a balance that you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is actually one of our rules in the coven, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, the, uh, the most important rule and the last bylaw in our in our set of coven bylaws that we drew up is you were we have fun in circle and you were expected to as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, basically if you if you come if you think about coven and you don't think you're going to have a good time why are you showing up yeah. yeah if it doesn't bring you joy why why are you well it's fun being a witch i mean what people get so serious 
Oh, I've studied this craft for a thousand years and I've my my spawn. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, but what? it's fun doing the stuff we do. Do and... you enjoy it because you enjoy it, or do you enjoy it because you you get uh, recognition from doing it? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I mean. Now, now, this is actually spawned back to last week's episode. We were talking about spiritual narcissism. Mm -hmm. We were. You know, um, and that was and, a fun topic. Yeah, it was a fun topic. And we were just kind of talking about how there's a lot of people out there, in, especially in, you know, when it comes to, like, religion in general. And, you know, especially when it comes from, like, a teaching standpoint and all of that, there is this narcissism that gets there with people who are more about the recognition than their actual calling to do things. You know, um, but, you know, without putting anybody on blast or anything like that, because I haven't had a whole lot of experiences with this, but I have seen a whole lot of experiences with this. I mean, I've had my share, but I'm not going to get into them. But, yeah. you know, Did make it, fun it, of yoga chicks. Yeah, we, we made a lot of funny yoga chicks. Um, we did. Um, oh my god, I do yoga. I'm so much better than you. Yeah, guys. course point in the coffee. Course, course point in the puffy vest. You know, and yeah. Just Starbucks. Um, <laughs> but my name's Stephanie. <laughs> my fiance hates it when I use this oh voice. He's just like, god. it's so unlike you. Please do not talk like that. <laughs> I love doing that voice because it's. It reminds me of uh, this beginning of. Dun, 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 oh, oh my god, Becky, look at her. Classic Valley Girl. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, look at her and, butt. And, you know, it's like, uh, so fun fact, Lady Book Dragon is actually the voice on the tracks of like the skits on my album. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Lady Book Dragon doing with different voices. That's um, awesome. Yeah, she's... Quite the voice, the voice, voice acting is on is on my things a list of things to do right now. I want to finish my book, but yes. look, voice acting is going to be on there once I get the books going. I'm going to start getting into the voice acting. I just can't start two careers at one time. That's right. So, so this, that's uh, self sabotage. So this way. brings me this this kind of brings me back around to like you guys, you know what I mean? Because like we all have our little projects, mm -hmm. you know that we do, and. All of them affect our little circles that we do. Yeah. You know? And now I met met Lola. Um, we met doing Candid Chats with Bella. Yeah. On the College Radio. Um, and we we became fast friends oh my God. there in that conversation alone. And then, you know, they I asked me to come on Witches and Wine. And we're I like like you know, we have to have you guys on the podcast and just hang out. Yeah, you know? like it, it, it's kind of hard not to like Cloud. He just kind of has that energy. You're a homie. You're a freaking homie, and you're you're the you're the kind of guy that we always we hang out with, we're just well, sitting around talking about stuff we love. And well, we have a theory know, of us's and them's. They're us's and them's, and yes. it's really easy to identify an us versus a them. Um, yoga girl, them. <laughs> I, I love it. I uh, love it. That explains everything I need to say for what an us and a them are. Well, I knew that we, we would get along really well with Cloud when we had him on Witches and Wine. And then after we stopped recording, we stayed in the call for like almost an hour and just hung out. Shit, hung yeah. out. yeah. Yeah. And I, I got to say, the, the boy band song. 
was... Oh, my God, the boy band song. Uh, uh, if you have not heard the boy band song, don't worry. We're not going to play it it's, now. It's but ridiculous. Go back to episode two where I posted it. Um, yeah. And... You know, but that whole thing spawned from us just having a good time and having a fun conversation. And it just goes to show of, you know, kind of like doubling back to to what you said earlier about how some people are like, I've studied this for 20 years. You know, awesome to me. You know, somebody's put in that amount of work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, dude. Awesome. But it doesn't mean you have to be a dick about it. No, and you, know, you, don't, you don't have to, don't worry, you know, a, a big part of what we try to spread in, in the community is let, let yourself go a little, like let go, and, and that, that's why we like to drink wine, and we like, yes, we partake in the marijuana, congratulations, The, by the devil's way. lettuce. Yes, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> we, we, have, we live in a state where it's been legal for seven years now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's um, normal second nature. Yeah, second nature, just part of the community. Yeah. Like I was outside of a Wendy's yesterday getting ready to go get lunch at uh, a lunch break, and there's a dude sitting on the bricks just smoking a bowl. And it's not a big deal. I, I have a really it's funny nice. story. I have a funny story about us being legal compared to other places that weren't. I had a friend a few years back come and visit from New Mexico, and she likes to she likes to smoke weed. And we were in a thrift shop. This obviously was before pandemic, and we were in a thrift shop. And she's like, "Oh, you know," she's whispering to me later on, "Can we go get some weed?" And I'm like, "Well, you don't have to whisper." I'm like, "Yeah, we'll go to the weed shop and get some weed." And she's like. Shh, people are going to hear you. And I'm like, dude, it's legal here. Like we can talk about this. And she's like, Oh yeah. So it, it right now we're so used to it. We're yeah. so used to it that we just talk openly about it. Yeah. You know what? It was, it, it was weird. Have like, I walked into my job today and everybody was just like, yeah, man. Yep. yep. You know, like all the people that you were like, does he smoke? I don't know. Does yeah. He? You know, like, and it, it was really cool to have that experience where everybody was just kind of like, all right, just kind of nodding to each other, like, hey, it's on, y'all. It's you on, know? yeah. Like, it was very exciting for me. We don't personally. have to hide it. We don't have to hide it like a dirty little secret. Same with, like, it's the same thing with, why is it that we have to hide things that make us feel good? You know, like, like witchcraft makes us feel good, but we got to hide it. <laughs> I hate that shit. Well, we don't really so much anymore. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. But I come from a time when you did. And yeah. I still kind of keep it a little bit hidden. I mean, not so much anymore because, well, I mean, I'm fucking Cloud the Pagan Rapper and I'm all over everywhere. You yeah. Know? Like, but, like, before that, I mean, I kept it pretty close to the vest for a long time. Yeah. You know, and, and you kind of have to, especially, like, in, like, the 90s and, like, early 2000s and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We yeah. don't hide anything anymore from our families, though. We're open about, they know we smoke weed. But I'm 49 years old. It's, like, really... Like, my parents are in their 80s. If they haven't accepted it now, uh, you know, it's like... Ain't much you can do. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a weed-smoking, witchcraft-practicing, tree-hugging, liberal girl, you know, and and they are a woman. I guess I am now. I'm a woman. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, if you think about it, and, and something that I think would be cool for us to get into for the show today, you know, since, you know, we're all super happy about marijuana being legal, Woo! is we will talk about the magical properties yes. of marijuana. And it's something that I've been kind of looking into recently, but it's something that I didn't look into that much until it started becoming legal in the state and all that stuff. I um, actually have a book on magic and marijuana. I have not read it yet, so it wasn't. Eh, I haven't read it yet, so I can't make it this week's book. But <laughs> we'll have to definitely get into that. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Now, I'll have to read it before next episode. So I actually it's not a very long read. So I actually got like, I got I got a couple websites up, and I, I like to do this when it comes to like looking into herbs or crystals and stuff like that. I'll pull like three different websites, and then see where they all differ. And where oh, they're yeah. all the same, you know, and just kind of like yeah. do your homework properly yep. when it comes to magical stuff when you're not really sure. And I, I don't have any books on it to really like look into it, you know, yeah, I, I've came across I've come across a few books on magic and marijuana, but well, from a I can't be buying any more books. Apparently, I don't have room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Apparently, I have a problem. I have a deck, uh, a problem with tarot decks and books. The, um, it's the same thing. It's like I buy so many books and so many decks. It's it's ridiculous. But from a personal standpoint, um, we have used uh, marijuana in our ritual practice, and I, you know, and from doing it both ways. So personal choice. No one is ever forced to smoke in ritual. If they do not consume, they do not consume. They don't consume. Done. Yeah. But we have we have invoked under the under the influence of marijuana. We have done spells under the influence, and yes, it does heighten it heightens it. But I think it's important to know that you can also bring that without the use of it as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, we we had this one time, right? Like we were both thinking of the same yep. story. <laughs> and so, when not to smoke before ritual. <laughs> I guess the actual thing would be to how much yes. not to smoke. So I don't think we've shared this story on the podcast. I don't think we have. So Share it. We've, Share shared it. With, we've shared it with initiates, but before, not. One day before Circle, and we actually ended up making a bylaw about this in our coven afterwards. So we just we're like we don't we're, we're just gonna stuff stuff we're we're gonna smoke a blunt before before a circle right come to find out the the, the girl that rolled the blunt stuffed it oh yeah instead no, they, of rolling they, it. like em, they like emptied out like a cigar yeah, shell and stuffed it and called it a gotti so here we are coven gotti right as the coven gotti so we're out of our minds wrecked. We're forgetting what we're saying in circle. We're all over the place. We're we're like forgetting the light candles and shit. Like of like the normal ritual. Process. It was it was bad. That, that, that you do in like a typical Wiccan ritual, right? Yeah. Now we have like a few things that we do different in our coven, but for the most part, we follow the traditional standard. Traditional standard. We do too. Ritual. Yeah. I mean, we have students who who practice a little differently, so we like them putting in their own little flair. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and it's it's we, like baking. We were so wrecked. We were done. We were like, all right, so listen, we can't have that bad of a ritual ever again. Oh, no. You want to know how like, wrecked we were? <laughs> you want to know how wrecked we were? This I one. do. Tell me. We tried to order. We tried to call and order pizza for delivery from 
a pizza shop that was literally 20 feet from the front door of the house we were at. For the record, I was against the delivery of the pizza from there, and I let everybody know immediately how lazy they were for not going and getting it. Um, we tried the plate. We tried calling twice. I tried calling the first time because I thought I wasn't that bad off. I kept laughing into the phone. I couldn't even get the order out. I was laughing so hard. But you see, we also have this experience now. Yes. You know? I was going to say, you were against ordering it for delivery, but were you willing yourself to walk over and get it? I think we, we eventually did. We eventually and we were did. so high, yeah. we're just like, okay, act cool. Yeah, but it took, me like, it took me like a few minutes of like, talk to, come on, let's just go get it. Come on, Lucy. Yeah, and it was just like, like when we were there, it was just like, were don't act like we were the people, people on the phone that couldn't get the order because they were so high. Well, I wanted somebody that, cool. <laughs> that had something to do with ordering the pizza to come with me because I oh, had nothing to do with ordering the pizza. <laughs> I love you that this is so funny. I love that. And plus, well, you know, my, my duty as a, as a high priestess is, is to make people think, right? Well, what's, <laughs> so, the, what's the bylaw that you guys came up with after this night? Don't come the circle scratched like, ha have your wits about you yeah like it's one thing to catch a buzz yeah buzz is okay but yeah full out you're forgetting to do the ritual you oh, have yeah. been doing regularly yeah, like, don't don't show and you're up looking at her like dude did we light the candle i don't know yeah. it's not lit don't show up <laughs> piss tank drunk don't show up like a mouch you know yeah half man well, no, half couch. because it does Again, there's a perfect balance between what can heighten your experience and what can hinder your experience. So Absolutely. You, again, like us witches, we like balance. Moderation. See, I like to keep my 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 usage to like a few like a like a mild, mild buzz. Yeah. That I can maintain. If you want to see, like, not so much like getting baked. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you if you want to see something funny just check out our witches and wine episode on hallucinogenics and the craft oh. i'll just leave it at that oh my god i mean i'm naturally fun i'm kind of afraid to know how i'd be on hallucinogenics well we know how we are and apparently so does now the Every people viewer who of that watch episode. that episode <laughs> it is not our proudest moment but we've still put it up there to show that yeah you know shit happens <laughs> Hey, we're human. People basically. are gonna be people. Yes, you cannot stop people from being people. We've had a complaint though, and and from from several complaints that were brought to our attention that we uh, teach, and which is so ridiculous because yes, we have an episode called Witches and Wine, and yes, there are a few episodes, the hallucinogenic one, a few of them where we have we have had quite our intake of oh. wine, but that's the point of it. It's called Witches and wine and there have and then we have a disclaimer in the beginning if you don't want to see us be you know if you think intoxication possible intoxication is bad for the craft click the x click the x because we're not teaching anything on the show we're not saying this is how you do it <gasps> all right let's go you know it's more like let's talk about this stuff and we're a little more free. We let the wine remove the filters. The wine removes the filters. It's not like you're coming in with a whole bottle of wine, guzzling in front of everyone, smoking a cigarette and saying, all right, let's learn some witchcraft. Yeah. Unless it's, <laughs> un unless it's when I went on the show. 
<laughs> where I was the I was the guy showing up with the cigarette oh bottle of wine. It's oh, witches and wine. Who's going to take that seriously? Like, oh yes, these are reputable teachers. I should learn my witchcraft from them. I mean, like, it's not that, but you guys do know your shit. It's not like you're just, you're just chilling. We're I don't really see. You know, that's literally, it's literally what Lady Book Dragon and I do on this show. We yeah. bring people on. We talk to them about what they do. We hang out. We chill. Yeah. Relax. That, that was our concept because what we do is we would hang out after Coven with our Coven mates because they're, you know, these are people we care for and love and want to be with. Yeah. And so we would sit there and hang out and start talking witchy stuff. And with, we're like, with our wine. Drinking and, wine. And we're like, hey. Hey, mm-hmm. this. we need to record this. This is mm-hmm. like, and that's kind of where we got the idea was. The, you know, the fly on the wall, if they could listen in to what the coven talks about magic and witchcraft when having a few drinks, what does that sound like? What does that look like? And that's what we wanted to do. But you know what? There's always going to be haters. There's always going to be someone that gets offended. And when you decide to go in, into clergy work or, or leadership as a pagan, you do wear a target on your back. You just do. So, um, someone's dude. not going to like yeah. the way you do something, and they're going to let everyone know that they don't like the way that they do it because, according to them, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I, I'm a well, I'm a I'm a pagan rap artist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is only a matter of time before I have people crawling on my back telling me I'm bad for witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. And I already know I mean, it's going to come. I, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Before I was a high priestess. We went over this whole conversation where if you're a leader, then when you know, you know, you're ready to be a leader when you say you don't want the job. And of course, when Cloud comes to me and says, yeah, I want you to be the high priest. I want you to be a high priestess. I'm like, I don't want it. That means you're ready. I'm like, no, I really don't want it. Why are you doing this to me? Is this the next step in your evolution as a witch? That's why. So, so uh, for those of you who don't know, how dare you enable my personal growth, sir? Lady Book Dragon is what is the most studious studious students I've ever had, and um, I I was like, yeah, you know, this next step for you is to do this. So we spent another year going over like high priestess stuff and. You know, just like talking about leadership and all of that. And now, like, she's been in the position for three years doing an excellent job. And, you know, says, I'm just like, I think I should be doing more. He says, that- No, you're doing fine. Should I be doing more, though? <laughs> it's hard to do, though, because I know when I started getting training in a coven um, before Children of the Crossroads, and I remember the, the idea came up of being a high priestess, and I remember, and having like having your own coven. And I remember thinking, nah, nah, I don't know. Nope, I'll just, I want to play, I want to play witch all day with these people and other people can run the shit. And then I don't know what it was. Uh, well, no, I do. It's goddess. She comes to you and she's like, you, yep. you. And I'm going, no, 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 no. And she's like, you. And I'm like, oh, and then when I mentioned it to a, a couple other people, they're like, yes, you, Lola, you. You can do this. And I'm like, no, oh, I don't oh. want it. <laughs> and then I did it and I'm glad I did, but it hasn't been an easy role because there, we, you know, you're, you're, you're learning on the fly. I, I I'm learning. I mean, I've learned how to do it before, but I, people always say, well, you know, if you've gotten the proper training, you should be able to do it just like that and have no problems. And I'm like, ha ha. No, because yeah, that's not how this works. That's not how it works. It's yes, I know what to go in and expect. I I know what to expect, but you can't. 
you have no idea until you experience it. Yep. Until you actually experience it. Yeah, you can't. It, it's like when you're teaching, you're learning just as much, if not oh, more, yeah. than you were when you were learning when you're teaching. It's just yeah. Yeah. simple Basically, as that. Teachers who say they don't learn from their students um, are kind of narcissists. Yeah, we've kind of come to that conclusion where it's just like, yes, I know everything. And children, I have the answers. It's just like, no, he doesn't have all the answers, Ron. Yeah, we're still human. Yeah, Yeah, I get stumped like at least once a week by somebody in my cover. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like going through all my old books. Like, what the hell are they talking about? You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, sometimes just like, I have no idea. I'm just like, dude, it's just like this. He's like, oh, I'm like, did I just, did I, did I? what what did i just do he's just like oh you just helped me realize this thing i'm like i did a good you did yeah oh well, yes hey. you you leveled up <laughs> Level up. Yes. i gained experience yeah we do uh, we have someone in our coven who she's been solitary for 20 plus, 20 years. plus years and she came to our coven and she knows a lot of stuff and we, we call her like the encyclopedia of witchcraft if we need if there's a term or something we're like what is that what is that? And we ask her because I'm not I'm not one of those people that's like I must know more than her because I'm the high priestess. Bullshit. No, I need to. I I just know I took the role of delegating and and being a leader in a way, but that doesn't mean I've shut off all learning. You know, mm-hmm. I, I still yeah. am learning new things, and you I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. See. Yeah. We've we've agreed that it's not worth life life's not worth living if you're not learning like that's kind of the point of life yeah exactly. it's kind of the point uh-huh. it's just like if you know everything make, it's make just babies like, what i said exist learn make babies make baby. repeat <laughs> make the babies <laughs> i've made my babies i'm done There's no more babies no more babies <laughs> i have yet to make the babies when so, you are making them, raising them is a whole different thing. It's kind of the concept of coven work. Hey, look at that. It's fun creating a coven. Well, I got I got to say one thing that, that has really helped us out through the pandemic is we just started doing like classwork assignments and shadow work assignments on Google Classroom. Yeah, that's actually really helpful. <laughs> and it's actually... We tried, we've tried doing Zoom meetings and people don't show up. It's just like, you motherfuckers, where'd you go? Yeah, so, but like, this is a pandemic. Like, you know, we're not getting together face to face. So we're not really like, okay, if you don't make this meeting, this or the other, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the concept of when dealing with witches, you're always hurting cats. It's hurting cats, not hurting, hurting. Because you can never keep one location. Always one wanders off, and you got to pull it back, and then then someone else is a shiny and. Yeah, I only have one cat, and I'm convinced he makes portals because he's gone half the time. And I'm like, I can't find him. One time I found him hiding in the washer. Why are you in the washer? Because he's a cat. What? No, I made the mistake of telling him the day before he was going to the vet, and all of a sudden, no cat. Yeah. He's like, I'm out of here. And then he's hiding in the washer, and it's just like, no, no, you have to go to the vet. Meow. No, no, Cats were very smart. The vet. I would hide in the washer to stop going to a doctor's appointment. That's where you'll find me if I have to go to the doctor's appointment. Just look in the washroom. So, <laughs> with, y'all, y'all cutting up. <laughs> yeah. I'm hiding in the washer. He's a piece pussy. About check, please. About. 
I love it. So, guys. Yes. There's an event coming up that I want to make sure that we talk about coming up. uh, The Spring Mysteries Festival, everybody. Yes. So, and and you guys are, like, directly involved with it. As always. So, so, you know, what's going on? What's the plan? All right. So, you want to go first? You want me to tell what I do? Because yours is kind of a little bigger. Well, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna give the the overall what it is, okay. and then we can talk about our. Look at me bossing my husband around on here. Now you just be quiet over there and drink up. <laughs> um, I told you to drink. <laughs> I told you to drink. I don't want to hurt your pretty face. Always listen to your high priestess. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, so spring mysteries. Um, <clears throat> the Aquarian Tabernacle Church. Uh, better wise, no, better known as the ATC. Better wise known. I've had some drinks. Uh, they have been doing this for thirty years. Thirty-four years. Thirty-four years, and it's uh, usually it's in person. Um, but what it is is a recreation of the Eleusian Mysteries, which was put on by the Greeks over couple thousand thousand years years ago yeah three thousand years ago and it is basically the when you were bringing up hades and persephone that's why i got all excited it is the story of the abduction of persephone and how we get our um seasons uh Mm -hmm. so um it's a whole we put on a it's basically like a passion play um of that story and um but there's so much more to it because it's not just about the story it's about your personal it's an experience it's an experience it's about your enlightenment that happens from and you can't explain it you just have to experience it it's that it's just like the crap yeah that you can tell someone it but it's going to be different for every person and it's different every time it's different every time we've been going for a long time and every year seven years and every year we get a new message message a new lesson so the la- this we're doing it online because of pandemic. We were one of the first uh, to do it online last year before the pandemic really took hold, and we did it online last year. And kind of, I believe we influenced a yeah. lot of other pagan festivals to go online because they saw how well we did it. Uh, it's this year. It's it's online uh, April first through the fourth. It's always Easter weekend, and it's www.springmysteries dot com mm-hmm. um only 50 dollars. 50 bucks uh it's for the, a life-changing experience and it is the largest um, fundraiser for the aquarium tabernacle church yes. so this is their main money maker of love and they do the things um they're our mother church that we are affiliated yeah, with. we're affiliated with so them. we want to support them because they support us and, and this year we're involved we've always been involved but mm-hmm. this year is uh, kind of different because i used to do the workshop coordination for a long time but i got I am the I am honored to hold I'm the vessel of Hecate. Um, I get to be the 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 goddess of witchcraft in this story, which is an honor because she's the goddess I work with. So I pass the reins of workshop coordinator to my husband. And so yep. he's doing it, which has been really nice. We've we've always worked on staff in the production of the show and the play and every the experience. But now we're actually getting to do the true behind the scenes, be part of the cast, be um, all up in it, so to speak. All and up in it. <laughs> they, they yeah, yeah. Y'all be all up, all up in that bitch. All, that all up stuff. in that business. Yeah. All yeah. up in that business. And, we, you know, and we've learned, we've gone as a pilgrimage and experienced it. 
and then we've experienced it as working with it. And we've learned, like, you know, anyone in clarity understands that you get more out of it the more you work with it. Well, it's our sacred service is what we call it. And, and ATC is really big on, on having its, uh, you know, yes, if it's your first time, please go experience it. But they start to pick out those people that they see like, wow, you, you are really um, motivated or you have this special skill set. And, and then they are like, would you, you know, you want to be on staff, whatever. You miss a lot when you're on staff and on cast. But we've already been through it enough where we know we're, we're not missing a lot. We know what's going on. Yeah. But it's sacred service. They believe very much. And, and so do I. And, and my husband, we believe in sacred service to our deities. You know, that is something that's sometimes you got to wash the dishes for the church. Or sometimes Absolutely. you got to sweep up the sweep up the mess. Or sometimes you are behind the scenes and you don't get the yep. accolade and whatever. But that every part everyone plays is so important and that's a big part of what we've learned so we got cloud is gonna perform he's he's doing a performance we got we got a lot of really cool workshops but definitely check it out it is um it's, it's a life-altering experience it even really online is. online so, yeah i'm going to be doing an acoustic set of covers only <laughs> of bands from 1992 to 1998 and that is well, it. of course <laughs> Can you do um, Hanson's bop, bop, Oh, sorry. No. No, I cannot do that. I'm sorry. It's just like, I have to join in. I'm so sorry. I, I was like, hold on. This interview's over. We need to go now. <laughs> She's done. She's like, you know what? I'll see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> I see the exit sign. No, I thought no, we were cool, dude. I, I thought we were cool. I thought we had good taste in music, and I'm singing No, no. I, uh... I, I'm kind of amused. So, so if anybody that's listening attended Hecate Sickle, you'll you'll know that I ran out of material about 20 minutes left of my set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and I just said screw it, and I grabbed the guitar and I put on a little acoustic cover set afterwards. And people loved it. And I was not expecting that kind of like people be like, "Yo, this is awesome!" Because, I mean, let's put, I rap because. You like to rap. My singing voice isn't all that great, you know. Um, but I love music. Yeah. Music is what moves me. And the fact that even with the pandemic, we can still hold some form of live music or whatever through these festivals. Because it went very well. It, uh, and it with Hecate Sickle, it was very fluid. It was amazing. And, and we were talking before the show started, we were talking about how you – gained so many fans over here in Washington because that's where a lot of well the ATC mother church is in Washington state. Yes. And so a lot of the clergy and a lot of the members are are in Washington um Washington state and so you were saying you've got a lot of album orders sales, and sales from Washington state. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty insane. I I like I mean I can't be I can't be more thankful, you know, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, we're just honored to meet you and meet you as a friend, and we're glad to see success coming from it. I was telling him earlier that I, I, uh, people were like, "Oh my God, Lola!" because I was workshop coordinator at the time, and I'm like, "Yeah, I've got our friend Cloud. He's gonna rap, and he's amazing." And people are like, "Oh, wait a minute, Pagan rap?" And I'm like, "You, got, you just gotta hear it. You, you just, just, just give it a shot. Yeah, <laughs> give it a shot. It'll surprise you. <laughs> It'll really, really surprise you." And when you were performing, I was getting so many messages like, 
where can I get his stuff? Oh my God, Lola, this guy's awesome. Oh my God. And then I, for like a week after the performance, all on, that's about. all anyone was talking about was that show. And they're like, I ordered his album and oh my God, he's so cool. And I friended him and I almost was like, yeah, that's right. I knew him first, you guys. I'm the cool girl. You, you, didn't want to be a, you didn't want to be a hipster about it, right? Oh, no, I've been listening to him since before he was a thing. Yeah, I kind of was a little hipster, but not too bad. I, I, I would remind them, I'm so glad I could do this for you. <laughs> Yes. I like you. <laughs> this happens. This happens. It's uh, so much fun to bust his balls, isn't it? Yes, it is. I don't <laughs> sit here and lie, act like I'm not an easy target. I know I am. <laughs> you're pretty easy. If I can get you, you're pretty easy. But you well, know, I, I mean, mean, you're from New Jersey, so there's that target. Right well, there. listen, you can't really hold that. Listen. I mean, I've never been to New Jersey. I hear it's lovely this time of year. What? Guess what? It sucks. <laughs> It sucks this time of year. The snow doesn't it, want to go away. It sucks, but I can say that. Nobody else can. Yes. Yeah. No, it's just like... When I, you're I, from I, it, you rep it. Everyone yep. else can fuck off and don't talk shit about my thing. I, yep. I, I love the Jersey memes that I come across. It's just like, yeah, I have this one. My wife lived in Jersey for two years, and now the pizza isn't good enough, and this, and she wants seasons back. And it's just like, yeah, we're we're, we're, we're contagious. Do you guys have good pizza? We have it. We're off of Philly. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, really we are Yeah, we are like I mean like where where we stay the area we stay at is like 10 15 minutes away from the bridges into Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well like we're like closer to Philly than we are anything yeah, else. Yeah, it's just like the cheesesteaks um, are better. We say hoagies and apparently the rest of the world gets so confused. It's just like hoagies. Hoagies. We, we know what a hoagie is. It's the people from Massachusetts that call it grinders that confuse me. Yeah, they call them grinders. Yeah. Grinders most, an app. Most of the world they call them a sub. <laughs> Massachusetts people what? and that right I, 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 I got a cousin I got a second cousin in Massachusetts and she's pretty weird <laughs> but they legalize weed there so I go like oh yeah I'm totally going to visit my cousin I know you missed his thing about the grinder that they still want to stuff your face so they I mean, both kind of want, a, want you to stuff your face so <laughs> <laughs> my husband grinders you gotta look out for him <laughs> when he has a good joke he always turns to me because he knows that i'll be louder and say did you hear my husband's joke it's hilarious well, it's hard to over speak, speak over her i know i'm loud and i love it i love it Oh so, it just makes me think of this this one meme I came across where it's just like people ask me why I have such a loud mouth wife and I'm and I'm so quiet. It's just like, well, I'm not. If they get my order wrong at the restaurant, I'm the one who's going to correct them. <laughs> right? You get spit in mine, mine. This episode is so much fun, guys. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a Seinfeld episode, but a podcast. It's like a show. It's like a show about nothing. I, it is a having, having fun. Hey, yeah. we're just here having fun. That's the entire yep. point. Yep. Yada, yada, yada. We are nothing but everything. This yeah, right. are, well, this is why we all get along. I know. Yeah. Because you we know, don't need a point. We can just talk. Actually, I forgot. I forgot we were on a show for a sec. I thought I was just talking video chat with my friends. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm like, I just looked at the clock. And was like, oh shit, we've been at this for like 40 minutes. <laughs> and. Nice. <laughs> so, but yeah, so much easier than when you have to force them. When you have to yeah, but we, we do have a show to do, so let's get uh, let's let's get uh, one one thing done here. So, okay. we'll la- like lady, lady book dragon. Yes, I I think we should do your treasure trove 
it's your favorite part of the show, so I think you should take the lead and do the thing. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we also I need have to, to set, reach into my hoard. We also have to set a do the thing as well for this week. So, oh uh, yeah, I have to think yes. about that. I've been not doing things because depression, but you know it's fine. It, I'm it happens. Cool. I get it. It, it get happens. It. And then after this, I have a, I have a story to share. Yay, and and I think you guys are gonna get you guys are gonna be like wow seriously wow you know so just like that wow it's like seriously. that yeah wow it's like that all right so Whoa. this <laughs> this book is actually by one of my favorite witch podcasters is by Marla Brooks um, host of Stirring the Cauldron which is a podcast show that I really like listening to she's very sweet she has a very nice voice and she released this book and I'm like Marla Brooks I'll do anything for you. <laughs> Come on that wasn't podcast. creepy at all. Come on our podcast. <laughs> Come on I don't want to bother her. But this is workplace spells, everyday magic on the job, oh. and it is very basic spells. I will tell you right now, they are very—they're not like basic, basic, but they're not like uh, you need the eye of a new. You need to find this one certain oil. It's very adaptable. So she goes over how to create your own spell. She's not saying yes. this is exactly how you have to do this book. So, this is, hey, this is how I do it, but you can create your own, which is what do we do in the coven cloud? <laughs> we make people write their own spells. Yes, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, no, you have to make your own spell. But I don't yeah, wanna. we don't let people work magic on their own until they write their own spell and perform it in front of us. Oh, pretty much. Nice. But she goes over car blessings, a productivity spell, a bottle spell to get a raise, banishing obstacles in the workplace. I'm pretty sure there's an anti. There we go. The hold, hold thy tongue, and a gossip spell. Good Ooh. luck, jar. Hold get to work tongue. on time. I've used that, and it actually did work. Until I screwed my sleeping schedule, but you know, it's just, it's here or there. Witchcraft is what you put into it. So if I don't sleep well and can't get up because of my own stupidity, it's not the spell's fault. Right. Yes. They're not going to magically make me get eight hours of sleep when I go to sleep at 4 a.m. and I need to be up at six. Well, it's a good job of being responsible, you know? Yeah, that's why so many people don't like being witches. It's just like, what do you mean I have to be responsible? Yeah, you got to be responsible for yourself. Very important. <laughs> but yeah, she goes over candle magic, herbs, ambulance, di- divination, of course. Spirit guys, the Wiccan read, because she is a Wiccan. So this is very much a Wiccan book. But the back of the book says sometimes good intentions aren't good enough and we need a little help to make it through the workday. Some people pray, others put their noses in the grindstone. Now you can take a different path and resolve workplace issues in a magical way. This special book is an easy to follow guide with 51 spells, ritual explanations, and cautions covering the pesky job relation her- job related hur- hurdles. Get a raise or promotion, hold thy tongue, gather inspiration, melt away stress, or just like them, leave you alone. You can do it. Magic can help. But it's it's very straightforward. It's like I said, it's not overwritten. She's very to the point. And like I said, she does encourage people to write their own spells. And just like this is kind of the framework. And she does have the actual whole Rick and Weed in there and the rule of three. It's in the back. Nice. I got a question about that. You said 51 spells. 
So yes. she was slacking. She wouldn't give you one for every day or every week of the year. She left you one short. Listen. Is that the week you're on vacation? Listen, we we all have to have our vacation week. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, it is. There is only fifty one because you need to remember to take your vacation week. Good job. Good yes. job. You figured her out. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> now, now, uh, you, I was like, why would it only be fifty one? There's fifty two damn weeks in the work. <laughs> I know this. I deal with it. I love it. I, I do a it. math. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, it sounds like a very practical approach. Yeah, like an everyday anti- magic, and yeah, that's it's... something that you know I that we actually like push in the coven is like, you know, the spells that you do don't have to be this elaborate thing with twenty different herbs yeah. and all this other stuff. We can just as simply write something on a piece of paper and set it on fire. You know, like yeah, you know, it's it's like it, it's really just how you want to do things and especially in the workplace a practical approach is definitely it's not the greek magical papyri which i have that book and then we want to talk about old greek magic that stuff is like you must have the blood of a virgin on the new moon on her 12th birthday and then combine it with a cat's hair that's a, a black cat owned by a shoemaker like it's it's <laughs> yeah that was an awesome freestyle let's let you know <laughs> it, it, so you're basically no, saying no, it's no. not like french cooking where you don't have the meat of a certain pig in a certain region of france yeah so yes. why are you doing this recipe you've already failed your grandmother you yes. just you you just shamed iberico ham what's wrong with you <laughs> do you want a list <laughs> Iberico ham is like $99 a pound. And by the way, if it's not from the Champagne region of France. It's just sparkling wine, guys. Yes. It's Prosecco. It, it, oh, it's Italian. It's that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I have any French in my blood, and it's just like, I, I, you guys sound a little. Um, okay. Cool. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, so guys, but, I want to share. Go ahead. Um, like she, the spells are very simple. Is she only need most of them are only one or two things, or you don't need anything like, like if you have a new car, but just like a car blessing. Like if you have a new car, or you want to do this once a month to make your car be in good running order, because we all know cars is expensive, yes. and repairing cars is expensive. That, that, so that this is. literally, you walk once around the car one time. Yeah, one walk once around the car one time. Wait a second. <laughs> I think I found a typo here. In a, counter, in a clockwise direction, and imagine yourself storing up energy within yourself when you've completed the circle. Breathe out all the energy towards the car and say aloud, may protection be in and about this vehicle. Keep me out of harm's way. May it remain in good working order and deliver me safely all destinations. So mode it be. That's the entire spell. Can I tell you a funny car spell that um, me and my old coven did? One of our uh, coven members, she kept having car problems and so oh, no. we're like we went out to her car and I, we ran went around it and staged it and we did this stuff and, and our high priest was like looked in and goes well you're out of gas so he goes <laughs> <laughs> so he has gas and he puts it in her car and then we all went so mode it be <laughs> but now it's just like 
you do not have to do an entire ritual to do a spell. No. Like I found a whole, this, it wasn't in here, but I found a spell that was literally, if you are done with a person, write their name on a piece of paper and flush it down the toilet to say you're done with their shit. Yeah. I have done that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it worked. I've done that as well. It, yeah. It, it just goes to show how intent works with magic. And, you know, like regardless on how you actually perform the spell or what, random energies that you're working with at the time you, you basically it comes from you yep all the other stuff that you're doing it comes from you and if your intent is strong enough to say i'm done with your shit you're you're done you're done, you're done with your shit you know what yeah. I mean? like, done. it's just one of those things like i'm tired of this i'm going to make this happen and then you know as long as you keep in that mindset because what magic does for us is it brings about a shift of consciousness yeah that shift of consciousness is what changes our mindset to get the things done and see the things through that we're doing and pushing the energies in that direction to make it happen you're, you're you know what it also is. shows that we don't have to take ourselves so seriously yes ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Well, I don't know why I meowed, but that just seemed meow. Yeah. Meowing is so much fun. I meow with my fiance's cat, and a couple of times he's like, "Wait, which one of you is meowing?" And I'm just like, <laughs> well, "That's actually Lola's mating call. When I hear a meow, I come running." <laughs> Stop. Oh man, we're doing after dark tonight. <laughs> Next on it. witchcraft grenade. After dark. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the back <laughs> So I don't have a sexy spell reading prepped for this episode. Um usually I, I like to have for it. <laughs> something quirky for the episode made up, but this time I, I do not. Um take but I do have one you love. Get take up the pubic hair of one you love. <laughs> Doused it in lavender oil. Go on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making it up. There you go. That's a new bit. Freestyle spells with Lola Star. Oh, like, my Freestyle spells with Lola Starda. I actually like that because I make I just make shit up as I go. I'm just like pubic hair. Like, you're like MacGyver. You're like, all right, give me a paper towel roll, up. my snorkel, some duct tape, <laughs> and a nice pick. And a nine volt battery. With <laughs> oh my goodness. And lavender oil. What's the lavender oil for MacGyver? It smells, good. It smells good. It smells good. Oh, okay. Look, we're witches. We always need the lavender oil. Just get it. All right, so you're saying the pubic hair, some lavender oil. Um, uh, I don't uh, know. Right, right, wrap it up in a, in a in a piece of paper and burn it in a, with a red candle and burn it with a red candle. There you go. All right, all right. Let me add. Let me add to this. Okay. Okay. So can we dress the candle? Right. Yes. And, right. and in in let's say let's say either either a, a, a self made sigil. Okay. Or some runes, right? Yeah. And we'll just see how complicated of of, of a of a spell we could. Right, just starting with the pubic hair. Well, the pubic See, hair. If we're burning their pubic hairs, this sounds like a banishing spell to me already. It's, 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 it sounds like a no nookie spell. 
No, no. Okay. Yeah, no, we want Nookie, so don't burn it. Maybe um, place it under their pillow. Have you seen Midsummer? There, there you go. Do that. Yeah, place or you... a pubic hair in. Oh, I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> I am so yes, you sorry, can. listeners. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, this is no fear. <laughs> like, oh, no, no. You're right. I can. <laughs> Pubic hair in lavender oil wrapped in a piece of paper. Put it under the pillow of the person you want, and they'll come to you, literally and figuratively, the next day. Okay. And and the the topper is Barry White. You have to play Barry White. <laughs> okay. Get a mason jar, right? <laughs> Get a mason jar. Every good spell take, starts take with mason jars. Off. It does. Pubic hair in a mason jar. There you go. Rose water. Oh. Right? There you go. There's some rose water in there. And then write the name of your lover on a piece of paper. Stuff it in there. There Throw you go. Throw a little cinnamon stick in there. Ooh. A little nutmeg in there. And play Barry White. Up. And then charge it next to a speaker with Barry White Barry playing. White playing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have to shamelessly go. admit something. There's this there's this website that's called Crystal Bar Soap. So if you have a crystal addiction, I would recommend it. Ooh. But they she has I don't know I forget what it was, but the selling point for me was there's a rose quartz dilt di, dick shaped. Rose quartz inside the bath bomb. And I'm like, so, yeah. I'm buying that. Oh, they've got they've got crystal dildos everywhere. It's weird. But I I I love my crystals so much I don't want to put them up my hoochie. I, I just <laughs> don't you there was a was it there was a whole thread on Tumblr on if they can or cannot fuck a stalagmite and use it as a dildo. And it's just like, why are we talking well, about this? I wouldn't suggest using selenite. I think it was about selenite. <laughs> no. Oh. No. Oh, God. It's just like, Love but can we or can we not have sex with this? It's just like, no. No. <laughs> I that was the whole point of the thread. It was like a thread of 50 replies and the whole, and someone summed it was just like, look, can we, can, can we or can we not have sex with it? No. No. Just Brass like humanity, ladies and gentlemen. Done. Listen, I'm out on that. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm out on that that whole idea. Uh, it just seems unnecessary. It's a waste of crystals. Because then you gotta clean them. Yeah, and there's just a lot involved in that. I, yeah, I mean, like you know, if that's so your thing. Effort. Now, now for all you listeners out there, if that's your thing, rock on. If you, you know, like to effort, literally. go ahead. It's definitely not for me. Rock but on. You just said rock, rock on. on. Yeah, you all saw what I did oh, yeah. there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like literally. <laughs> It's all right. Rock on with your bad so. Yeah. Okay, well, apparently Gen Z is coming after adulting, so I'm like, oh, if you like to effort and see if, see how long it takes for them to come after that. Well, you, you figure yeah. a lot a lot of those kids that, that are that are growing up now, you know, they they were expecting us to be some form of freaking utopia by now, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I know I know us us Gen Xers are like where are the fucking flying cars and shit? It's like 2020. Yeah. You know, like where, yeah. <laughs> where's the Blade Runner, Cyberpunk, you know, super buildings and all that shit. Like, right? We, we, we didn't get there. We didn't get that yet. Not yet. Oh, Not yeah, I'm a, I'm a millennial and I keep finding these articles like, oh, Jim Cedar say this isn't cool anymore. You shouldn't have a side part. You got to stop using your skinny jeans. I'm like, yeah. Bitch, I was bullied when I was a teenager. You think I care about being cool? 
You think yeah. I care what a bunch of teenagers thinks? You know, I don't even wear skinny jeans. And just because you say it's uncool, I'm going to start fucking wearing them. No, no one should have skinny jeans. No one should have skinny I'm, jeans. I'm a Libra. I, I care. <laughs> I care. I, I, I act like I don't, but I do. I know. <laughs> See, I, I'm a Taurus, so I'm stubborn and materialistic. And so it's just like, come at me. I'm a Capricorn, so I just like things done my way. And I'm a Gemini. I only care about me and my twin. Yeah, he only cares about him and himself. Uh, <laughs> so my, my one brother's a Libra and my other brother's a Capricorn, and the Capricorn is a handful. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you all do want your own way. It is your way or the highway. I'm just like... And they're more than willing to let you know. How can I piss you happy. off? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I support this 100%, Lady Dragon. Yes. Well, find a way to piss off Capricorn. It's a good thing. It is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> me and my brother, me and this brother will like sit with each other for five minutes. And all of a sudden, we regress <laughs> to five-year-olds trying to piss off the air more. Oh, my God. I love it. And it's just like, my mom's just like, and my mom's just sitting here like, are you yeah. children? I'm like, yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we're children. You're, we're your children. You're to blame for this. You're doing, not my fault, yours. And of course, my Libra brother is just all put together and all about justice and everything. And it's just like, so now he's actually in, he's actually in the military. That's how, that's oh. how strong his sign is. So I got a question, guys. Okay. You guys want, you guys want to hear my story? Is it about the story? No, it has nothing to do with the jar of pubic okay, hair. Well, definitely yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I got sent a track um, last week. Um, and since I was sent this track, I have not been able to do much of anything else project-wise because this is all I've been thinking about. So I've been like actively writing and writing and writing. Now, Lady Booktrack, you know all about this because I was like on the freaking – Top of you the were like so happened, excited right? about this, just like yeah, you're gonna yeah. love it. So, Here's these lyrics you're gonna like. So, I'm just like you could. Yeah. So first off, Ebony Nash wrote this track, and she sent it to me, and I'm listening to this, and I'm like, this is a beautiful piece of work, you know. It's one of the more beautiful beats I've ever heard, especially with like a hip hop vibe to it, and all. Yeah. So I'm like, well, let me, let me meditate with this plan. And I put it on repeat and I did a little meditation listening to it. And man, did I go places? Cool. Listen to this song, right? So I've decided that I'm going to write the lyrics to this song to depict this vision that I had in this meditation. Ooh. Okay. So, you know, I was a little down when I was like listening to it and everything. Um, and so I was like focusing on like what's bothering me, why am I depressed, you know? Um, and everything in my thing, I usually go to this like nice like opening in this like wooded grotto area, and you know. But this time it was like you know winter time, and you know everything was dead. There's snow on the ground. There's no animals around. None of that. And you know I'm like walking around with my with my guide and just kind of moseying around the woods just following my, my little my little fox guide around and when I get there yeah you couldn't tell I'm a fox <laughs> him. yeah but so I'm following this little fox around and we come to this lake and we come to this lake I feel this warm hand touch me over my shoulder right 
and then this beautiful woman just walk, turn around, kind of like nudge for me to come with her. And I didn't go because I was like, uh. And Pretty lady. she gets on the lake, like in the lake, and just starts dancing. And as she starts dancing in the water, she starts waving her hands around and stuff like that. And the temperature rises like 20 degrees and, you know, flowers start blooming and everything kind of starts coming back. Ooh. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, I'm in a meditation and this is Persephone. Yeah. Doing her thing. Yeah. You know I mean? And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah and he hits me up just like i had a i had a meditation about your girl persephone i'm just like tell me all about it yeah it's just like i don't even worship persephone in hades because i kind of stick to the the celtic pantheon mm -hmm. but i have such an obsession with them and i am so fascinated by hedeke it's just like i it's I, I, ridiculous. I, I honestly think you should probably study into that if you have such an obsession with them yeah they are just so, so underappreciated and so Hades deserves better yeah Hades yeah. <laughs> is not a bad person no he's not he's just lonely and like any emo guy he needs love yeah I I, I saw this one description of Hades that I honestly cannot argue with <laughs> and it is Hades is not the god of death Hades is this businessman who does the paperwork after a stressful day, he goes home and gets pegged by his god goth wife. And I'm like, eh, you know what? Probably pegged. <laughs> he gets pegged. Pegged. I. This is not. I have been hearing this term. And am I assuming it means fucked? Pegged. Yeah. It means the lady becomes the man. Yes, that's what I. That's what yes. I. Yeah. I've read yes, about the, this. the lady is um you can stop reading about that. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop. I'm gonna put a hard yeah. stop to this right now. <laughs> no means no. <laughs> From fifty to zero. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> well, what is not happening? Next on Witchcraft egg. <laughs> Peggy. But yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking into this, and I'm honestly, like, you know, to have that strong of a vision, because normally, you know, I mean, you guys meditate a lot, you know? Yeah. And, like, normally, you don't, like, when you're meditating your normal meditations, you don't get that lucid, you know yes. what I mean? Like, so, and I know listen, the music had a lot to do with it. I mean, it was it was hitting parts of my brain that, you know, I hadn't had hit in a long time. So... While I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, you know, I've never worked in the Greek pantheon. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, do I need to study this? Is this telling me that I need to well, start looking at this? Let your experience at Spring Mysteries kind of answer that because you get one on one experiences with the, of the Greek deities. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, and there is time for uh, during the festival where you get one-on-one -on -one time in their shrines with the deities getting to ask your questions. Persephone is, there's, she, she's the goddess of transformation, you know, and so there's a lot of really deep meanings with her. We, we work with the Greek pantheon. That's our main thing. Mm -hmm. So she's the goddess of transformation. So maybe this is what, you know, that song you received, maybe it can be a song about transformation. 
Well, Maybe, you know, I think I think the song, my vision for the song, and this is leading into our next segment, do the thing. Um, our next, my my song, is going to be a depiction of that story. Right, but I think on a personal level, afterwards, I think I need to start, you know, kind of looking into this. So I'm definitely going to be attending many workshops at Spring Mysteries. Yeah. To you know, kind of like help make some sense of some things. Um, and, and it's just like, came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like. How it usually works. Well, this at, is her time of year, too. This it is, is. She's starting to wake up mm-hmm. and and come back to the, to the, to the earth to create the flowers and whatnot. Because she's been, she's, well, she's in the underworld now. Yep. Mm-hmm. But she's coming up soon. She's with her husband. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I that, just. I don't know. I the thought of me see this is something I kind of want to pull on before I have kids. The thought of naming a daughter after Persephone, but then you have to think, what do the gods feel about you naming children after them? Do you need to like ask their permission? But cuz Persephone is like the ultimate duality and femininity. Mm-hmm. She is the spring maiden and the queen of hell. She is light and dark. She is just <clears throat> She is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing is I'm also like I'm perplexed a little bit by at this stage of my life why I would be visited by visited by a maiden goddess. Right? And but so but then I'm thinking to myself it makes sense because something new is probably coming. Yes. Me. You know, like you're my in time, you're in a time of your life where you're probably going to go through some changes with your music, with more recognition. You've got an award uh, that you've been nominated for. You're becoming more public. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool changes happening. And so she's probably sim- signifying or symbolizing something's going to flourish. It's going to grow. Yeah. And it's going to be a great transformation. So I, I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been able to work on anything else since I heard this track because it's just been etched in my mind. Yeah. You know, and and this is me being about as authentic and real as I can be right now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, whoa, I'm like in the middle of that. Like, I need to look into this. Yeah. Thing, you know, um, and it's just it, it's just super awesome that you guys were on. Like, yeah. Like, next for for me to be able to talk about with because you know when it comes to you know Greek pantheon, you guys know your shit, and it's like. <laughs> You know, I never really studied it that heavily, so I have to really hit the books on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've always loved the Greek pantheon ever since we went over in mythology, and I was just like, oh, I always thought the Greek pantheon was so cool because it's not like I, I like, I liked it more than I than I liked Christianity, and I was still a Roman Catholic at the time, where I'm just like, wait, no, these people are more human. I can relate to these people. This guy's a dick, but the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> Well, Greek, the Greek mythology is probably one of the most easily accessible. Um, and, and because, I mean, we learned it in grade school. Oh, yeah. From, you know what I mean? You learn it as a kid. You start learning little things here well, and there. And you, we saw Clash of the Titans growing up. Yeah. You, we had our exposure to Jason the Argonauts. We had little things that were part of society that introduced us to these concepts. And it's, they're easily, it's relatable because... When you start getting to the other pantheons, which there are ones that I enjoy, they get a little darker and a little more like. Well, they're less humanizing. 
They're a little the less grief, humanizing. Yeah. The grief carry a lot of faults and you can see them and you can relate to them. Like you get into the Egyptian stuff. I don't know if you guys are into the Egyptian, but that, that stuff gets dark. It does. Woo! It heavy. does. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah. Egyptology really kind of goes, um, oh, oh, okay. So we're, okay, we're dialing up to 20. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shadow work level 99. Yes. Yeah. You know, like. No, no dinner first? No. <laughs> no. Nope. North no. mythology is kind of like you kind of have to see it do on perspectives because you see the story of Loki and you think he's a dick, but then you see how the other gods kind of treated him. It's like, well, actually, you kind of made Loki a dick, though. Well, Norse, the Norse mythology, they're so um, there's so much about their ancestors and their and their rights and their and their warriors. They're all warriors. That's what mm -hmm. I like about Norse is even those goddesses are right there next to their men fighting those wars and so yep. they're very much about like mm -hmm. my my brother's researching the norse pantheon yeah and he's very interested in paganism but he's more called to norse pantheon apparently his his camp name was loki and he's just like i don't know if i'm going i'm just like i'm pretty sure loki's going to reach out to you yeah. like <laughs> I, I have a distinct feeling loki's going to reach out to you i even had this one that I even had this one walk where it was I looked up it was it was thundering but there was no lightning and I was just like Loki <laughs> like I was just standing there with the dogs and I'm just like because I literally just got done talking with my brother and I'm just like oh Loki's definitely gonna reach out to him eventually when he's ready to start his path and all of a sudden oh oh yeah that's definitely gonna happen good on you take good yeah. care of him thank you bye <laughs> What did you put? Uh, oh, chat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got this, it. This is all, all off. Uh, off, yeah. off script. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's um, we're we're joking around. The reason I bring it up is we're joking around. It's just like, well, you know, well, you know, Freya. She she's like the goddess of like I'm remembering it correctly. Hopefully, um, Freya is the goddess of marriage, and she has a chariot that's pulled by cats. So you know, if you want to bless my wedding uh with a cat to honor freya i'd be totally down with that yeah because <laughs> that was a, that was a thing where new brides would be given a kitten to protect yeah. the house and to honor the goddess it's just like well that's funny because the new the new husbands are getting a new kitten too yes well i'm not allowed to get a new kitten until we get a new house so a new house is on the docket right now <laughs> I told him I want a black kit and I'm obsessed with black cats because they're, they're so, it's just like my, my feelings towards Hades. They're so underappreciated. They know, need love. <laughs> my first, my, my, uh, my mentor, the high priestess that taught me on the traditional side of Wicca and everything. Um, she had a black cat named witchcraft. Oh, nice. And this cat was awesome. Whenever we had a circle, it was right there with us. Whenever we yep. went in a circle, you didn't see the fucking thing. <laughs> Our old black cat did that too. She never came out unless we were doing ritual. And then yep. she would do figure eights between all of our legs. She would do figure eights between all our legs. Like mm -hmm. she was getting the energy moving. Yep. Black my tab my tabby cat is only interested in my altar when I'm working on it. Yeah. He's only interested then. Well, you know, it's been proven that human emotions affect the world around us. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. so to think that animals can't pick up on that kind of energy is as well, 
it would be ignorant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, my corgi, whenever I'm in therapy, because obviously I do therapy over Zoom, whenever I'm starting to get emotional, he is already right up on my chair. He's licking my face and trying to cheer me up. Like before my voice even cracks, he is just like, my mommy's upset. Yeah, that's our dog, Nene. I'm looking, you see me, I'm looking, she's, She's, she's our emotional support. Even animal. if we don't need support, we're very supportive. Aww. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I have an emotional support Canadian. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs an emotional support Canadian. I yeah. love my emotional her name's, support her name's Canadian. Holly. She's awesome. Shout out if you're listening. What's her, name? <laughs> her name's Holly. She's awesome. You're Shout out if you're listening. I haven't officially asked my emotional support Canadian if she's my emotional support Canadian, but I'm pretty sure she is. It's like your don't you know? Well, it's like your spirit guide, you know. If you ask it, you know, and it says yeah, then then it is, you know. Okay, what's this all about? So we broke him. I love when we break the the host. We got to. We... He is fun to break. We got. We got to. Uh, we got. We got to do a meme of the week. All right. Well, I'm looking at it, going, man, this could be. This could be like the three-hour marathon. Nice. Fine. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to save what we agreed would be the meme of the week last because okay. I, I, we we both like that one. All but right. I only have five today. Witchcraft memes were. It's disappointingly sparse the past couple weeks i yeah. haven't really found any re- good ones so it's just normal ones just well, fun ones mercury's mercury was in retrograde and yes. that tends to put a lot of witches in the little box and they're like nope not coming out yeah. <laughs> you know? like so we call it mercury. yeah well for the next however many weeks or months um we don't have any plants in retrograde i just don't remember how long not long enough. This is Not our long time. enough. <laughs> this Not is our enough. time. Yes, let's, let's do it. So memes. Yes. First meme. So apparently 50% of home owning is hearing strange noises and hoping they are made by ghosts because I can't afford to fix them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We can agree. We, we understand this. That's a good one. This one, I felt personally, I, me, I like true crime. Them, I like true crime too. Me, so there was this Russian doll maker who robbed graves and had said to have 29 life-size dolls from female corpses. Them, oh, oh God, no, not like that. (laughs) (laughs) I do this all the time and it's just like, okay, here's what I like. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the difference between true crime and and, and cozy mystery? You know, there's a difference between a cozy mystery and true crime. Yeah, true crime, it's just like, a lot of people are like, that oh, I love true crime. And they're like, well, I read the book behind the Netflix TV show Mindhunter, and now I'm reading the sequel, The Journey into Darkness, which I'm finding super fascinating. Oh my god! But of course, he gets into like the nitty gritty. He goes into Marilyn Mason, Marilyn Manson. He goes into all of it. Ma- Marilyn Manson? You mean uh, Charles Manson? Thank you. That's okay. Marilyn Manson. I'm just like Marilyn Marilyn Mason. No, Manson. No, I'm yeah, I'm not getting this right. Jim, I blame the mead. I blame the mead. I am not a fake tri- yeah. true girl person. You're yeah. right up my alley, uh, Lady, Lady Book Dragon. We're going to have to have you on Witches of Wine because we're going to get you to say things that you don't want to. Well, <laughs> I say that sober. 
We, hey, we love true crime. I read true crime books. I watch mm-hmm. the doc- We just got, I, you need to write, uh, or, uh, not write. You need to write it. You need I to, do need to write it, yes. <laughs> the one um, that Patton Oswald's wife. Yeah, the one she passed, wrote, away, she passed away in the middle of writing it. Um, oh my gosh, we only come no. Ah, I'll I'll send you a link. It's amazing. Yeah. She did all this. She's a true crime blogger. She did all this uh, uh, research on the Golden State Killer, in, who was a California serial killer in the seventies and eighties. And they never solved it until she started looking into it. Oh, 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 the Golden State Killer. Yeah, yeah. That only got. Oh, yes, yes. I know the. I actually know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I know that book. Yeah, it's great. I can't think of the title right now, but I think I have it. I either purchased it on Audible or I have it on my wish list on Audible. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, one woman's search for the Golden State Killer. Yeah, Lola will find it for you because she read it a few months back. It's in my Kindle. I I love true crime. It's like the darker. It's kind of the. Better. I don't know if it appeals to like some dark side of me that I need to look into, but it's just like, oh, give me all them juicy details. So that's <laughs> excellent. No. Mm, yes. If Darker, I'll, please. It's all be gone in the dark. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's it's on my wish list on Audible. It's it. so good. So good. I love but, it. But yeah, so. But I'm just like a huge true crime nerd. There's this one podcast, True Crime Garage, yes. that I love. Yeah, you listen, you listen to him. I I have a friend who is obsessed with it, and I need to listen to it because that's all she talks about on Twitter. Hashtag bang the van. <laughs> yeah, I, she's got like True Crime Garage sweatshirts and all. Oh the man, she, yeah, she she like me beat. I'm I'm yeah. broke. Shit. <laughs> okay, but. Yeah, so so moving on to the next one before we go on to another hour-long tangent. (laughs) Next meme. Me, my hot wire doesn't work. Landlord, not my domain. Firelord, nor mine. Me, what? Waterlord, rising out of the sink. Who dares disrupt the mighty Waterlord, god of the seven seas? Me, Uh, I do. My hot wire doesn't work. Waterlord, oh shit, for real, call the plumber. (laughs) It's just like, where the fuck were you? Oh, okay. I see where you're going with that. I see what you did there. That's clever. That's very that clever. is clever. 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 It's so clever. It's clever. It's clever. It's clever. Like leveling up in the cleverness. Clever. Clever up. Clever. Yeah, most of the memes the past week were kind of taking digs at Texas, and I, I, I. This one was my favorite out of all of them. Mother Nature, I'm on my way home. Did you remember to take Texas out of the freezer to thaw? The sun drops PlayStation controller. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. shit. (laughs) Okay. It's like I felt this on an emotional level because. Oh, my God. Just like your mom's always like, I'm on my way home. Did you take the turkey out of the freezer? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. How does the thaw function work on the microwave? (laughs) I, I just. It really sucks what happens out in Texas, man. <laughs> I mean, it does suck. the irony, it there sucks. is some comedy with the irony of Dude, the situation. I found some articles where there but, are TikToks and yeah. they are just honestly making the best of it and bully on them. That is amazing. Thank it's you guys most, for making the best of it. It's the most Ted Cruz thing that could possibly happen. <laughs> I saw this one meme, right? And it had Ted Cruz in like full on rancher gear with a lasso. Yeah. 
and it said, "Don't worry, everybody. He's riding down to Mexico to bring the sun back." I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, oh. "Just like no, he didn't go to Cancun to get away. Yeah. He came to bring back the sun." I mean, I don't like getting political on that show, but you could not deny that that shit is funny as hell. That, well, that shit is funny. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That shit's funny. That I grabbed Ted Cruz at my. At my, in front of my grandmother like a couple of nights ago and i'm just like i i un, ooh, ooh. did you unleash the she beast? started going and i'm like just sitting here like i said nothing yeah i'm not allowed to talk about my personal political beliefs in front of my family my parents and my brother and my sister so i get it yeah it's just like what have i unleashed he does it for me i'll do it for us yeah yeah i just yeah i steer clear of that stuff much as I can. Yeah, I do but too. Sometimes you have to raise your voice, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you do, but sometimes it's just like let's calm down. And you know what? Sometimes shit's just funny. Yeah. It's just, shit is just funny. You know, like. All right, what else you got over there? I got the winner. I think you and I agreed this is the winner because this is something I actually want to happen to me. Okay. This is gonna be good. So someone goes, we've brought a new house and our next door neighbors, two delightful gentlemen will not stop being nice. They bought us a seagull proof refuge bag. Yes, they are actual things that you loaned us garden tools when we didn't have any. They invited us for Friday night drinks so we can meet the other people on the lane. One of them brought me a bunch of sweet pre-flowers that he picked from his garden. And tomorrow they're coming to cut our hedge for, for us with his electric hedge trimmer thing. I don't know. And all I have to do is hold the ladder. Basically, I am unsettled and now having to enter into an arms race of niceness. And I am already so far behind. Oh, God. <laughs> Long story short, I just baked a lemon drizzle cake and it looks great, but I can't even eat it because Mr. and Mr. Nice must receive an offering (laughs) she even updates it absolute crisis i gave them the lemon drizzle and then they invited me to have a slice and coffee with them and gave me a tour of their house and let me hold their puppy and then they came around to help me bag up the hedge clippings these men's are niceness pros and i cannot win (laughs) help we have had an hour-long power cut on the street and that time the other Mr. Nice came around with matches and candles, just in case you didn't have any. It was barely dark. Bastards, I'm going to have to host the dinner party, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> and so it just comments, the gay agenda, everyone. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm like, I want to get into a niceless arms a niceness arms race with a gay couple. Right? That would be amusing as hell. And I'd probably lose. Well, and I wouldn't yeah. even be mad about losing. That's to be expected. Like, what do you mean you did? What the f- you? One <laughs> point. Just oh, like- what is what is Cloud doing? He's rubbing his hands like Ladybug Dragon. Yes. I declare war. Do you? I declare war. Are you? I declare a niceness war. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what is your first move, sir? I'm going to bake you a cake. Oh. And then I'm going to let you keep the container. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I like your shirt. <laughs> How dare you? I like your hat. <laughs> so. Oh, that's hilarious. This nice you smell clean today. Yes. <laughs> you smell like you took a shower and I appreciate it. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh my god. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> We're witnesses. The witness the witchcraft grenade niceness war. We're witnesses. Okay. okay. And when you It's like a prank cake. war. It's like a prank war, but doing nice things. So when you bring me that cake, order. I'm going to make pot brownies for you. Oh. And I'll let you keep the pan. Oh. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Can we be the judges on this? You, guys- you know, you you might just show up to your doorstep one day and find a random bottle of wine sitting there. Dude, I want to be part of this. <laughs> you guys want to get in on the No, now I got to beat that. Uh, we're going to put together a Washington State basket, all the beautiful foods and wines <clears throat> in the Washington State, and mail it to you guys. <laughs> With How dare you? All, New Jer- all good New Jersey foods have to be hot. How do we beat that? We yeah. send them pork roll. <laughs> we send them pork roll. We, and send, we send them pork roll. You know, we, we send them mead. We will send yeah, them mead. Yeah, we, we send them Jersey Devil wine, a 12-pack of yingling. Ooh. And, and <laughs> we can't get lingling on the West Coast. No. Yeah, I know you can't. No. That's what I was saying. Yeah, we'll send oh, you my yingling. gosh. We'll send, you, we'll send you some pork roll. This is going to get dangerous. Uh-oh. <laughs> It's gonna be expensive. I'm saying, listen, if a, if a basket shows up on my doorstep, I'm I'm going in the I'm going in the full on nice and war mode. So okay, yo, funny I don't have story. a whole lot of money, so there might be some handcrafted shit in there. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Funny story. So I ordered from group from Grove.com because I could not stop seeing their ads. Where if it's just like, oh yay, it's you know good for the environment, clean, and it's a subscription system. And I'm like, oh okay, I'll try this out because I got a promotion for it. I pick up the box and I, my, my brother takes care of my dogs while I'm at work. So I come home, I open the box and on the flap, it said, Sam, you're doing an awesome job. And I'm like, who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> I, I text my brother like, did you do this? Am I being punked? <laughs> and he's just like, no, I found it like that. Was it one of your neighbors? I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> Right. I, who it the hell is being nice to me, you bastard? He started the war without letting you know. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's just like I gotta compliment you. Who the? F- I can't win if I don't know who did it. So, are you one of those people that, if somebody does something nice for you, you're like, all right, what? Why are you doing this? What's? What do you want me to do in return? What are you? You? You look. Look at you're even pulling. If you people could see. The video she's pulling away from the camera like I'm throwing, <laughs> like I'm throwing insults at her. <laughs> How dare you be kind to me and show me basic human compassion? What do you want? It's very George Costanza of you. Yes, yeah. it is. You know, I think it's funny because one thing about doing nice things for people, right, is that a lot of times when you do something nice for people, you are moved to do it. You know what I mean? So if somebody does something nice for you, they felt compelled to do that. They didn't feel like I'm going to do this and then you're going to pay me back because nine times out of ten, if that's the case, they're going to say that up front. You know, like so it's like somebody does something nice for me. I am very thankful for it. You know, sometimes I will decline if I'm, you know, if I'm good or whatever. Um, But for the most part, it's like. Yeah, that's something awesome. I try to do something nice for people all it's, the time. I've had to learn how to say thank you when people get me a, a gift or do something nice because um, a lot of it is from insecurities. Like, I don't deserve people 
doing nice things for me. So if someone does something nice, my first thing is like, oh my God, you didn't have to do that. Oh my God, you know. But then I learned that we are taking away the joy from them for doing the nice thing because there is joy in doing nice things for people. Mm -hmm. And when you're not just saying, oh, thank you so much. And you're doing this, oh, you shouldn't have blah, blah. It, it, have you had someone do that to you when you do something nice for them? And they're like, oh, you shouldn't have it. And you almost feel like it's diluting what you're you like, oh my God, now I feel kind of awkward. And you almost feel like, like I, I shouldn't have, I'm sorry. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I did this nice thing for you. So it's, it's actually hard for people to actually say, thank you. Just say, thank you. This yeah. happened and over a that. year ago. And I still think about it. I was at my, <clears throat> I was at my day job and one of the, one of the people came up to me. It's just like, Oh, Hey, you're yawning a lot. Are you okay? I'm like, Oh yeah, I just missed my morning coffee. I'm good. I'm almost at lunch. And they're like, it's my, I like it to make it my personal mission to do one good deed a day. Can I get you a coffee? I'm like, well, sweetie, you'll have to do that. She's just like, well, will you get in trouble for having it? I'm like, I don't think they'll care. And she's just like, okay, well, how do you like your coffee? I'm like, uh, I, I, I like it this way. And she goes and she actually came back with a coffee. I'm like, yeah. Oh, bless you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, and I'm just like, I was so touched. Like, oh my God, you actually went and did that? Yeah. Like, she wasn't even a coworker. It was just a, you know, a patient. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, looking at her like, thank, thank you. It's like taking compliments. Um, I have, oh, I'm, I'm terrible. I have such a hard time when people are like, oh, you're this or you're so great or you're whatever, you know, and I'm like, stop, you know, and, and I need to like say, thank you. That means so much. You so know? I have figured out how to turn into a bobblehead <laughs> when that happens. And I'm like, the, the yes like oh. you know like yeah. thank you you know like <laughs> because like when, whenever people give me compliments like especially like with my music and stuff like that you know like when i do get compliments like that i'm always like really yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like and then, like i get like kind of like you know self-conscious about it and i'm like oh yeah well kind of turn into this. a bobblehead Cloud's witnesses. So he's just like, oh yeah, Lady Book Dragon this and that. And I'm just like, you're talking about me, aren't you? Are you talking about me? Oh, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> like I will literally like deflect the comment, just like I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, no, no, you're doing great. I'm like, Are you sure not? But it's it's really about <laughs> us feeling that, and this is shadow work that I've had to work on. Is I don't I feel I don't deserve these things. And then I have to get to the root of the problem. Like, why do I feel that way? Where does that stem from? Yep. Is it from mm -hmm. childhood? Is it from, you know, my parents? Is it from other no. kids growing up, um, you know, being bullied? Um, you know, it can come from all sorts of things. And so you have to, you have to work on it because again, I think that when you don't accept the compliment or you just don't give a simple thank you, you're diminishing the joy that the per and I always have to remind myself of that mm -hmm. I'm taking away their joy for doing something nice. Yeah, I know I did. I had to do shadow work on that, and I know it was from being bullied and being emotionally abused by people who were supposed to be my friends. Because, like, like it, it's I got a whole rotten history from like high school and before high school was just a rotten history with my peers and me always being the butt of the joke. So of course, when someone comes along and says, oh, hey, you're doing a great job. I'm like, am I though? 
Yeah. You're almost waiting for a punchline to come afterwards. It's just yeah. like you're you're kind of waiting for that backhanded compliment, you know? Yes. 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 It's just like, oh, you look yeah. so great for someone your size, and I'm like, so look at that. We're doing. Like, I've had people. Right I've had friends who are supposed to be my best friends say, "Oh, you look nice for someone your size," and I'm like, "What's what size are they size? talking about? You, are are you, are you a big girl like me? Because because I, um, you're, mm. yeah, you're fine. We are. We're, we're, I'm, I'm overweight on my BMI, but I'm like trying to lose thirty pounds, but not for. Va vanity reasons but for like actual blood pressure reasons like we've actually linked my blood pressure to me losing weight so i and am trying so to lose much, weight there's so much involved in our body image even men men people forget that men have body image issues too just as much as women i just think things are aimed at <laughs> yeah well <laughs> men, people forget oh, men have feelings half the time apparently wait what <laughs> i have feelings we know and, and, and no you don't um, that's fine yeah. I'm sorry, I was mean. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have the good feelings. So I'm picking up good vibrations. So this, uh, I don't like what when it comes to I, I was I was saying it while you were saying like we literally just did a little bit of shadow work there. Yes, we did. You guys shared some stuff, and you know it was really, really good to do that because that is the kind of nitty gritty that you have to go to when you're doing your own shadow work listeners you have to actually ask yourself those questions um and i mean we used to have a student he actually kind of got well he's a former student now we still talk to him but he actually kind of got offended whenever you complimented him yeah yeah he actually kind of got offended yeah like, like he, stop he, he making had, a big deal some, about me you know he had like, some major shit to work through yeah. i think he's still working through it he's but he was just through, like he's worked through most of it um, yeah, we're, he's doing a good job and we're proud of him, but it's just like he would like get physically uncomfortable, like like curling up and like telling it like telling him to stop. Like yeah. did not like this at all. And like you know, from like a leadership standpoint, you know, like when somebody's being like that and you know, it's also showing that there's like a a bypass that they are, you know, basically making creating for themselves yeah. when it comes to, you know, taking compliments or, you know, self-esteem issues and stuff like that. So what I would do is I would actually continue to put him, him on the spot, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then like hit him on the side and be like, I know that pisses you off, but you got to get around this. You, you, you got to get I'm, over I'm still going to give you this praise publicly in the coven because, you know, first off you earned it. And yep. second off, mm -hmm. You know, you well, it's not like he's got to get over it, it, but he's got he's got to like he's got to work with it. Yeah, he's got just like, gotta, oh, your feelings are dumb. You're you're being dumb. It's just like, dude, you got to uh, work with this and figure and keep working with why it's making you so uncomfortable, because these are legitimately these are legit compliments. We're not. Yeah, we're not. Now, what what is what's the terms blowing smoke up your ass or something? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Term. Yeah. Or crystal dildos. Keep a care in a mason jar. No, but like, I I see it like this, right? When it comes to, you know, compliments, niceness, doing good things for people and all of that, you, you, you kind of hit it on the head that, you know, when somebody is like, no, you didn't have to do that, or they feel that they have to one-up somebody for being nice for them and all of that. Lady Book Dragon. 
Mm-hmm. This uh, makes our niceness war moot. But what if we're just we're not really being fun? we're not really being nice if we're trying to one up each other, are we? <laughs> We're actually, we're, doing just, it. we're actually just being assholes to each other, trying to one-up each other. <laughs> I mean, our relationship is siblings, and I, me and my siblings are assholes to each other all the time because we love each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your closest friends are the ones you talk to get the most shit to. But think about it. It yeah. could start a, a, a nice, even though it's trying to do something nice just to one-up each other, you could really get into the energy of it and start to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have... I have fun now whenever I see someone and I are about to meet the door at the same time I kind of go a little faster and get the door from like hey hey you do first hi have a good day yeah and then yeah. this one dude we actually like start carrying on a full conversation like oh hey how's it been how you going and we were just talking and he leaves and I'm like was I supposed to know that guy because <laughs> we were all in masks I'm like yeah. I think I was oh, supposed yeah. to know that guy and I think I just played along yeah <laughs> But it's like, it's actually really, I, I like opening doors for people and saying, like when people come in, I'm like, oh, I, I really love your hair. Oh, your nails are so nice. Like I like giving compliments to people, especially when I'm in a good mood, it makes me feel better. And also you have no idea that you may have just made that person's day because I know there are people out there who are really think, and this is a true story. I've known people, I've, I have actually met people in my life where I was in high school with them and because I'm the same way, I compliment people. I'm very like, oh my God, I love your dress or awesome shoes or whatever. And I, a girl in high school, she was very quiet and I had no idea until years later that she said that I saved her life by just going up to her and saying, hi. I like your shoes, blah, blah, and started talking to her because she was very suicidal. She was thinking about killing herself. And I showed her that it was okay to just have fun and laugh and be yourself. I never knew this about her until we were way out of high school. And she's like, you know, you saved my life. And I was like, what are you talking about? And so I carry that with me to know that there are people out there that it can make their day by just giving a simple compliment. Yep. And you don't know what you might change in their life. Yep. Yeah, well, it's this, it's genuine. Like, I, I like to do characters for people. Like, we make up original characters and role play. It's like creative exercises. Mm-hmm. And I, we have, I have this one character who is just, his thing is he genuinely nice, where just like apparently there's a situation that happened and he's just like, I don't even remember doing that, but okay. And that's like, he's genuinely nice. He doesn't keep a mental tally of who he was nice to. He's just nice to everyone because he wants everyone to feel good around him. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be about a tally. And if it is, then that's that's self-serving. I know yeah. people who do nice things just so they can get nice things done back to them. Yeah. But no. yeah, if you do something nice and someone brings it up a while later and you have no idea what they're talking about, you are being genuinely kind to them. Yeah. You know, people don't understand a lot of times when I'm, when I'll be kind to somebody or like, if I've realized that somebody's like in a bad mood or whatever, like, even if I'm not really that close with them, I'll still be like, Oh, you good, man. Yeah. You know, and people are always like, no, I'm good, man. You know, but you know, they thought about it for a second. Mm -hmm. They wanted to say something. Bad though, that, that just being nice to someone makes someone go. Put them off. Yeah. Like that's the society we're in. That's why we need to be, we do need to be more kind and, and, and nice and just pass those compliments, even if it is as something simple as, 
I love your hat, which by the way, Cloud, I do love your hat. Thank you. I have these kids, I have kids that come in and they have like beautiful shades of red hair. And I tell them, oh my God, I love your red hair. Mm -hmm. I love red hair so much. I dye my hair to be as red as yours. And they just light up because you know, people get jealous and give them shit about that hair. And I'm like, I would, I dye my hair to look like yours and yours is so pretty. Yeah. And these kids just light up. Yep. You know, this hat right here, I want to get one with the um, the labyrinth on it, too. Oh, yeah. I think that would be pretty dope. I have a That'd hat with cool. that. I want a Ouija board hat, too. All the hats. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm a big fan of hats, in case you guys can't tell. I'm a very big like fan of hats. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I'm a big fan of boobs. Wait, wait a second. What? I'm a big fan of boobs. I thought we were talking about what we're big fans of. I am also a big fan of boobs. I like boobs. Boobs are very nice. Boobs are very fun. Pro boob. boob. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely pro boob. Pro boobs. We're pro boob. Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade, where we are pro boob. We We are pro boob. If you have boobs, we love them. We do no harm. We take no shit. We're pro boob, and Hades deserves better. Thank you. <laughs> I, this is an ongoing series of why I I would as, if this was a conspiracy theory already out there I would ascribe to it that Persephone brought up the coronavirus just because people would not stop talking shit about her husband. She's just like, "You know what? You know what? You want to see the god of death?" Cuz yeah. she is called Dread Persephone in the Odyssey. Yes. She is. It's just like, I don't think she's a powder puff, guys. I think if you mess with her husband, she'd fuck your shit up. She loves her husband. She loves him, loves him, loves him. I love this one drawing where she's like going into fight and Hades just like, yeah, honey, I'll hold your flower. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I ascribe to this energy of this picture. Holding your wife's purse. Yes. It's just like, you know, if people believe that she bought up the virus just to make people stop shit talking her husband and showing them who the real threat is, it's just like, you know, I've described to that. I would honestly believe she fucked things up to make people stop shit talking her husband. Well, I gotta say, this has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful conversation, guys. I fucking love you guys. This um, is so much fun. I'm having, yeah, I'm having um, a wonderful time. You guys definitely got to come on the show again sometime. We'll yeah, do the absolutely. same thing. Or we'll come on Witches in Wine or whatever oh, you guys want to do. Absolutely. We got to do this. We got to do the Witchcraft Grenade Witches in Wine crossover. Crossover. We Me. can pick up spells. I still like the, the pubic hair in the mason jar. That's what we need to do is we need to collaborate and do a spell writing yeah. Episode. <laughs> yeah. Yo, funny story. Ready? Making up spells on top yeah. of our head. Like last funny story. My, uh, me and Cloud were talking, and he's just like, "Well, first you're gonna need a mason jar. Do you have a mason jar?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm a witch. I have an unopened twelve pack." <laughs> I yeah. literally said this to him. He's like, "You know, true." Yeah. I have, I have three empty ones waiting on my drying rack for something to put you put in the bottom. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm a witch. I'm a witch, and I currently have zero mason jars. 
Um, but, you might have to get a, a Washington mason jar full of Washington, awesome Washington things. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, my, Washington mason Ooh, jars. That, see, Washington man, mason if you jars. said that, though, we're going to have to send a bigger Jersey jar. I know. And then you we'll put the biggest of them all. Yeah, you and know, thing you know, we're the nicest world. Listen, listen, mine. we can find bigger jars. They exist. I found them on Amazon. They're just expensive. <laughs> they, do. they do. They exist. Just like, hey, you need a gallon sized mason jar. I got you, boo. <laughs> yeah, I've got one of those. I've yes. got a couple of them. Which is <laughs> love mason jars and just jars. Just we have so many empty jars. We have a and cabinet full of empty a, jars. A cabinet full of just empty jars waiting to be filled with things and stuff. stuff. Snacks. <laughs> I have a mason jar. I have a mason jar that has my Corgi's first birthday candle and his puppy teeth that I found. I found I managed to find his puppy teeth when he was getting his adult ones in. I'm like, I'm putting this in a mason jar. I don't know what I'm going to do with it if I'm putting it in there. Can and also his little, little... I need it for a spell. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you send me two of those teeth? I need them for a component for a spell. What are you going to do with my son's teeth? Two. Yeah. <laughs> I need two puppy son. teeth. Dog. I know. I know what a Corgi is. Yeah. I mean, well, I got my my twelve year olds uh, when he lost his teeth. I have his baby teeth in a little pouch with sunflower seeds and rosemary and all sorts of weird things that I just threw in there. And I have no idea what kind of magic or spell, but I'll wear it around my neck and I just feel like healing properties from it. It's crazy, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have his like his his ribbon of when he was in his litter, his little ribbon, and then his itty bitty little collar and. All, like all of his puppy things are in a mason jar. Oh, look at the baby. This is that Chanel wiener dog. Oh, wiener dogs. Oh, hello. Yeah, we, we have a dachshund and a chewini. And we have a chewini. Oh, a chewini. Yeah, she's our chubby one over here. That's wonderful. I'm sorry, my, my, my child has kicked in. I'm like, ooh, puppy. <laughs> yep. So, guys, like I said, this is an open invitation. You know. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, now, and we only have one one uh, last thing of business right now. Yeah, we have we have one more guest booked to come on in April, and then after that we're pretty much clear with guests. Uh, but we do have Matt Oren coming on, and that's Ooh. really 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 awesome to cool. be able to talk to him about his book Psychic Witch. Cool. It's like yes, <laughs> yeah, that, Matt Oren. So I bought the book and i'm a little more than halfway through it right now and i love Which it one psychic witch psychic witch yeah mm -hmm. I, I, haven't love it. I haven't started it yet i it's in my kindle it's oh no spoilers it. oh i'm not spoiling anything <laughs> yeah. read it and then i'm gonna have to pass it off to lady books right so she can read it yeah um, and he he might get it back no i'll get it back <laughs> okay mm. yeah thank you <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, wow, you already lost the niceness war. Good job. I, know. <laughs> I said I'll get it back. <laughs> All right, so we have one final thing of business, Cloud. Do you remember what it is or how we've been having too much fun? We've been having too much fun. What is the thing for the week? What is your thing for the week? What is my thing? What is your thing? This goes off to do the thing, everybody. So Yep, we, doing the thing. Set a two-week goal for yourself from when you hear this episode till the next episode. Ooh. All right. Basically, have you been have you been putting off cleaning off the stove for however how whoever knows long? Do the thing. Put a two-week time limit on it. My do the thing is to show up at my computer every single day and do two hundred words on my novel. That's a big thing. That is a big thing. That's what she said. But I do need <laughs> 
<laughs> I really do need to clean that stove. Bravo. Priorities. You got to respect the classics, man. <laughs> I have a classic. Yeah. yeah, careful with that joke. It's an antique. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Almost a relic. <laughs> Why, Ayana? I don't know. It shows up yellow in, Le in Warcraft. That's why that's uh, legendary, right? <laughs> All right. What is your thing, Cloud? Uh, my thing is I am going to write the song. I'm going Ooh, to put it to paper. I'm going to. It's already on paper. Oh, I'm so going to already... work on recording it and editing it and getting okay, it. Okay, so you're gonna finished. you're gonna work on the song. You're not gonna write it because it's already written. The lyrics are written. Semantics, I know. Yes, the lyrics are written, but they're in their rough draft form, and they do an edit, and then then we're gonna lay it down, see what it sounds like, and then go from there. Woohoo! Um, but hopefully, I can get this song done within the next couple of weeks. And if that is the thing, I plan on releasing it as a single Ooh, before yay. before my next album comes out later in the summer. Um, it's also going to be on the album as well, but I'm going to release this as a single beforehand. Um, and I, I just, you guys are going to love it. Hopefully I'll have it ready so that I can perform it live at Spring Mysteries because I think it would really fit the bill mm -hmm. for the show and all of that. Um, so that's going to be a thing. Um, mm -hmm. I do want to tell everybody before we get out of here. Um, what are you going to tell everyone? I'm going to tell everybody about Pagan.World. All right? Oh, yes. Please so, do. So Pagan.World, guys, for those of you who have stuck around and hung out with us today, is a yeah, online directory that is being formed for pagans by pagans. And it is meant to be a place that focuses on your local community, but still have a worldwide, you know, view. So be able to meet witches from anywhere, but That's focus awesome. in your local areas. Um, it's a work in progress. The website it is, but you can go to paganworld.co and sign up. It is super awesome. There's going to be workshops on there, the whole nine yards. So definitely go and check that out. Uh, something I feel very strongly about. Um, it's kind of like how Witch Fox used to be. I was going to say. But yeah. expanded upon Witch Fox yeah. you know, with more services available. And, you know, Witch Fox is how I founded this coven. Mm -hmm. you know, as far as how I found my first coven, you know, like that directory was really clutch for me coming up as a young witch. So for me to be able to be a part of something like that, to help other witches find their way within the community, that is something that I feel very strongly about. Um, so I wanted to make sure that, you know, we let everybody know that that's still a thing, paying mm -hmm. that world. It's still a mm -hmm. thing. It's happening. Well, you're really, uh, uh, it's in the beta right now, or yes. they're releasing the beta. It's in their beta right now. Okay, it's in the beta. Yeah, he had me sign up. I'm still playing with my profile, but I got to go to the hairdresser, get my hair all nice. Oh, <laughs> profile picked. And speaking of profiles, guys, for those of you who are listening, I am taking requests for the quote that goes on the Lady Book Dragons photo <laughs> on our official <laughs> website right now. Okay? Well, currently on the Zoom call, it's this is not even her final form. It's just like... <laughs> Okay, I, I allow this. That is currently the quote underneath Lady Book Dragon's picture on our official website. Because You're only encouraging my procrastination. Because with this. until she gets me a legitimate bio about herself, I'm going to keep putting random statements underneath her name on the website. Yeah, you put, she's like a pubic hair in a mason jar. 
Wow, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't I, like. I don't know. Flex, I hate it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I saw a picture of a guy rolled a blunt with rosebuds. Maybe uh, I'll go around that area. The rose blunt. The rose blunt. The rose blunt. <laughs> rose blunt. No, but, so. It's a whole different citizen now. What is that from Citizen Kane? Yes. <laughs> so there's my dad joke for the day, guys. All right. So, nah, but for real, guys, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. I love you guys. We definitely got to do it more often. We, we could easily keep talking for another Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we got to go. You guys have already been. Been, been listening to our debauchery for two hours so oh my god it's been guys, two hours it's close yes oh my god. so guys until next time thank you so much for listening here at witchcraft grenade we really appreciate all of you out there and yeah bright blessings and blessed be guys stay safe watch your hands and blessed be, blessed be. Blessed be. Bye. bye 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 okay we're clear <laughs> clear it still says recording. <laughs>